Welcome to the First Draft Club, a podcast to help you write your book with joy, clarity, and maybe a few coffee stains. If you're working on a novel or a memoir, whether you haven't written creatively since seventh grade English or you have an MFA in creative writing, this podcast is for you. I'm here to help you fight through resistance and finish your draft. I'm Mary Atkins. You can find my novels when you read this and privilege at your favorite bookstore. If you live in Nashville, you might run into me at the local farmer's market on a Saturday morning. I'll be the one chasing the two-year-old who's just stolen the bell that signals the start of the market. That is a true story. Each episode, I pick a favorite question from my weekly word shop, not workshop, but word shop, with my course students to answer here for you. From how to write when you aren't inspired to how to get an agent, I'll share my tools and tactics for tackling questions that all authors face as we make our way to the final page. Each episode is short. We get in and get out of my closet, literally, which is where I am recording right now, so that you can get back to your life and your manuscript. Now let's finish your book joyfully. Today's question is about chapters. This person writes, I have a question about chapters in novels. I have my book divided by chapters so far, and I notice that some novels have bigger divisions like parts. Is there a number of chapters one should aim for? And is there a difference in adult versus young adult or middle grade fiction? And should chapters be relatively consistent in length throughout the novel? Any information or insight on using chapters in my novel would be helpful. Okay, so we have a lot of questions about chapters here, and they're all good ones, and I I really just want to break down how I think about chapters. Chapters are really useful to a reader. Um, You obviously can structure your novel however you like. Uh, I tend to really be a fan of um, honoring whatever your original vision is, especially in the first draft. So if you want to write, you know, a weird stream of consciousness novel with no structure at all, go for it. I mean, do you, you do you. But ultimately, you know, it may be that you find that you want to impose chapters on your novel. Impose sounds like such a such a rude word, (laughs) but it may be that you want to structure your novel in chapters. My original draft of my first novel, When You Read This, did not have chapters when I sold it. And my editor convinced me to create them because it just really, it really helps orient the reader. Like when you read, I mean, it it feels good to complete a chapter. You get that little dopamine rush. You know where you are, right? It helps segment the book into digest- digestible parts so that you don't feel like you're in the middle of a giant ocean. I compare novel writing to marathon running a lot because for me, they were very similar experiences. They're both probably the hardest things I've ever done other than childbirth. They were very long-term goals that required a lot of discipline and a lot of daily, if well, regular, if not daily um, action. So I, in this case, I think of running a marathon. Imagine if a marathon were not broken up into miles. It would feel, it would be a nightmare, right? <laughs> it would feel interminable. and. 
you know, you kind of risk that same that same feeling of just being in the middle of, you know, a desert or a sea if if you don't have some kind of divisions within your within your book. Now, this is not to say they need to be the same length. Um, chapters can absolutely be of varying lengths, and you'll notice as you read that that um, authors often vary their chapter lengths. I think that um, in general, for a for a book of sort of average length, so let's say a novel somewhere between seventy and ninety thousand words, I think around. 2,000 to 2,500 words per chapter is a good default. That's a good starting point. And some can be shorter and some can be longer. And this means you would have, you know, 30 to 40 chapters. Now, I'm just throwing that out there, right? So I, as always, I don't want anything I'm saying to be interpreted as like, you know, um, a rule um, or something that you have to do. It's just if you want a sort of standard to go on, I think that that's a good one. This writer also asked about parts. And if you if you think about novels that you've read that are divided into parts, you'll notice that there's always a reason for it, right? Like these are always chunks of the novel that the author has chosen to um, to distinguish for a reason, which maybe is obvious, but I think it's worth noting because that reason may be already apparent in the novel, right? In the one I'm working on now, um, in my current draft, I have two parts. Part one is New York and part two is Florida. Uh, shocker, part one takes place in New York and part two takes place in Florida. That would be true whether or not I had the novel divided into these two parts, which are labeled New York and Florida. The reader would still be able to figure that out. That's just inherent in the story. But the reason I wanted to use parts is because it really draws attention to that divide. The moment when this couple moves from New York to Florida is a pivot point in their lives that is really important. That's sort of a breaking point for them. There's a before and there's an after. And using those two parts helps draw the reader's attention to that fact. I can think of some um, fantastic novels that have used parts really effectively. One of my favorite uh, one of my favorite novels is The Immortalists by Chloe Benjamin. And in that novel, she divides it into four parts. Each part is the perspective of one of four siblings. And all four parts are not covering the same period of time. There's some overlap, but not entirely. It's not entirely overlapping. And so, yeah, each each part is a perspective of a character. And that that's fairly common. Lauren Groff in Fates and Furies. The first part is called Fates and the second part is called Furies. The first part is really the perspective of the husband and the second part is really the perspective of the wife. Both of those novels, I think, are great illustrations of using parts to signify different characters' points of view. Sometimes I'm asked if chapters should be titled, and this is just a subjective call. You'll have to make the call for yourself. I am not a huge fan of chapter titles, with the exception of chapter titles that serve a chronological purpose. So, for example, in Emma Straub's novel, The Vacationers, the chapters aren't even titled, you know, chapter one, chapter two. It's day one, day two, day three. So each chapter is a day of the vacation. And I love that. 
um, in my novel Privilege, uh, each chapter is you know, given a number, so chapter 23, chapter 24, but it's also, um, it's from the perspective of one of three characters. So that character's name is listed there beneath the chapter number and also the time period in w- that the chapter covers. So um, because the book is not entirely chronological, it roughly is, but there is a bit of shifting around when we when we jump between characters um, in terms of the timeline. I put the timestamp on each chapter. And finally, to the question about uh, middle grade and young adult, well, those are shorter, shorter novels, right? So the chapters will also be shorter. And that's also important because think about how much as a kid you get excited about finishing a chapter. It's such a thrill to finish a chapter. I mean, don't, you know, don't make them wait 30 pages <laughs> to, to be able to say that they've read another chapter of the book. I think especially for middle grade, you know, four to five pages uh, in a chapter, I think is pretty standard. I will say that regardless of audience that you're writing for, I think the biggest tip I would give uh, around chapter divisions is to make sure that your chapter ends on a point of tension. You want there to be an open question. You want there to be some intrigue at the end of the chapter so that the person wants to pick up the book again, right? Or or continue turning the page. I mean, most of us, um, or a lot of us, maybe not most of us, I actually tend to read books in one or two sittings because I'm, I'm a binge reader. But I know that a lot of people will read, you know, a chapter a night or a couple of chapters a night. And they think of chapter breaks as natural stopping points. The last thing you want is for someone to close the close the book at the end of chapter 19 and feel no, you know, not feel compelled to pick it up and and read chapter 20 tomorrow. So the ends of chapters should always end on some point of some point of tension. Last thing I'll say about chapters is I don't worry about creating chapters in a first draft. In a first draft, just get the story down on paper, and then you can worry about chapter divisions in your second draft. And those are my thoughts on chapters. I hope this was helpful. Thanks for listening to the First Draft Club. Subscribe and leave a review and I will adore you forever. And if you want to submit your own questions and attend these sessions live, you can join our community of authors by going to maryadkinswriter.com. That's Adkins with a D, like donut. And if you want to attend my free masterclass on how to finish your book in five simple steps, just go to maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass. That's maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass, and you can watch it instantly. Happy writing. See you next week.